Well, it's never too late to stop digging the hole. And I think people really need to take a hard look at who we're about to elect one month from now. We can't have these kinds of policies where the people in Washington, D.C. continue to print trillions of dollars out of thin air that is fueling inflation. It makes whatever action the Federal Reserve is taking in terms of raising interest rates moot. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Welcome to another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. The Biden administration continues to print money. The Federal Reserve continues to raise interest rates. It's it's a never-ending cycle at the moment. Well, I believe that uh, what many economists would say is that interest rates are going to have to rise above the rate of inflation to quell inflation. So that means interest rates from the Federal Reserve are headed much higher. The insanity of this is is that Democrats in Washington, D.C. continue to press forward with spending bills. I'm told that they're going to be moving ahead with another bill before uh, the end of this current House of Representatives term. And Why do we need more free money? Why? Well, I, my, my own opinion is that it's being used to advance their political agenda. Buying votes. Well, you see money. We, we've got $45 million of ARPA money in La Crosse County. And a lot of that money, as we said, isn't being spent on infrastructure needs like roads or clean water for Campbell or expanding broadband. That money is being spent to create new social programs like uh, subsidized daycare or you know low-income housing, all of these things. So it's money we don't have that's being printed, and all of that money is is fueling inflation in our economy. So at some point, you have to stop digging the hole that you're in deeper and deeper, which uh, evidently liberals don't seem to believe that all of this printing of money is actually fueling inflation. I think the evidence is there for anybody to see. If you go to the gas station and you are filling up your gas tank, you can see that gasoline prices are much higher. Although in recent months they've come down, one might ask, well, why are they coming down? Well, it's because the Biden administration is pulling millions of barrels every week out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That right? we need for an emergency. Or a war. Right. <laughs> that's, that's why it's there, primarily is in the event that we would be in a war and we needed uh, fuel to fuel our war efforts. That is one of the primary needs for it. And I'm not fear-mongering when I say this, but... Right now, I feel closer to war than we have been in many, many decades. Well, I, I think it's right to be apprehensive about what's happening with Russia. We are indirectly involved in that war where Russia invaded Ukraine. We're supplying weapons recently, once again. We're supplying information. Our generals are actually giving their troops on the ground battle plans, revising their battle plans. That is a slippery slope. Is there a risk that this uh, escalates into a nuclear conflict? Would tactical nuclear weapons be a possibility? So, yeah, the, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is not intended to be used as a campaign season tool to lower gas prices to help Democrats get reelected. My point is simply this. After the election's over, those millions of barrels of oil will not be flooding the U.S. market prices of petroleum will go up. Five bucks a gallon. That's my bet. Yeah, I think we're headed right back to where we were just mm -hmm. not but a few months ago. Right. And so that is a major uh, 
factor in fueling inflation because 80% of finished goods in America are shipped over the road by semi-tractor trailer. Thank you, truckers. But um, yeah, we're in a situation here where the average American is about to be crushed by these factors. I have a brother who's a home mortgage broker, and I spoke to him last week. He told me, Bill, a year ago, we were closing 30-year conventional loans at 2.75%. He just closed a loan that day for 7.4%. So the cost of owning a home, this is a central part of the American dream. Right. For average Americans. Foundational. Everybody has the dream of owning their own home. Well, what does that mean? What does that equate to? Well, I read an article that said that the average home price in America is $406,000. And that payment has gone from $1,600 a month to over $2,400 a month. That's an $800 increase. That's a 50% increase in the cost of that house payment in just one year. And what my brother told me is he's certain we're going to see mortgage rates over 10% sometime early next year. So that And that's is, just the mortgage rate. You know, you right. still have to buy a car, which is doubly expensive now. Right. Well, home ownership's the big ticket item that most Americans are aspiring to owning their home. It's a major part of every budget. But then there are other things, like you mentioned, like maybe getting a car or a truck or maybe buying some household appliances like a refrigerator or a washer dryer. Those are major ticket purchases that many Americans can't just afford to pay for out of pocket, so they end up financing those purchases. Those purchases are going to become much more expensive as interest rates continue to rise. And where are interest rates headed? Well, if we look at history, we look back to the late 1970s was the last time we saw this kind of inflation. We saw home mortgages that were in the 14 16% range, and that is devastating to the U.S. economy. We are definitely headed to higher interest rates. I think the first thing is, is the federal government has got to stop digging the hole. Let's stop printing money and spending money that we don't have. And then, you know, the last thing I'll say about this is <clears throat> it's been said that Inflation is the hidden tax, and it's a hidden tax because every average American who goes and buys groceries or goes to buy clothing, whatever their basic needs are, inflation is increasing the cost of all those purchases. And so that really hurts the average American's ability to be prosperous. When all of the money that you're earning is being sucked out of your pocket by higher and higher prices for basic living needs, the dream of having your own home or getting a new car gets further and further out of reach. So printing the free money actually compounds the problem. Absolutely. They're flooding our economy with all of these dollars. And that just causes increased demand for a lot of things. And, and ultimately, all that money going through the economy is what's fueling inflation. We have elections coming up. Is it too late to elect new leadership that can make changes? Well, it's never too late to stop digging the hole. And I think people really need to take a hard look at who we're about to elect one month from now. We can't have these kinds of policies where the people in Washington, D.C. continue to print trillions of dollars out of thin air that is fueling inflation. It makes whatever action the Federal Reserve is taking in terms of raising interest rates moot. You can't 
fuel the economy from a fiscal perspective of printing dollars and raise interest rates. Those are two opposite directions. So we need to stop digging the hole. And I'm afraid to say that we're, we're headed for a recession. Uh, by the accepted standard, we're already in a recession, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. But we haven't seen the real devastating job losses yet. And the people who are going to get hurt by this are the, are the people that are at the bottom of the economic pyramid. They're the unskilled workers. Those people are the ones who are going to get hurt the most because, hey, if you got to go see the doctor, you got to go see the doctor. But you don't necessarily have to go to the local pizza place and eat right. out dinner. And so the people that work in that local pizza place who would be considered low-skilled labor, they're the first ones who are going to get hurt when this economy really turns into recession. So, yes, I hope fact-check listeners are doing their homework and they're looking at which candidates are going to pursue policies that are going to start to return some sanity to our economy. Basically protecting our standard of living. That's what this is. As we've said in previous podcasts, we also have to worry about how long will other nations around the world continue to have confidence in the United States and our dollar. When we get to the point where they no longer have confidence in our ability to repay our debts, that's when the really severe consequences begin. What happens then? Well, when when we can no longer pay the interest rate on our debts and we default, uh, we will lose our standard as the world's reserve currency. Most people probably don't know that many transactions around the world are transacted in dollars. So, for instance, if you want to buy oil, you have to actually translate your, excuse me, transfer your currency from whatever that might be into dollars before you can buy the oil. So that is a fundamental basis for the global economy. Some people may have seen that the uh, uh, China and the Soviet Union and the Saudis have been talking about creating alternate an alternate basket of currencies yeah. using the yuan. So uh, there's real risk to the United States and our standard of living. If that happens, it's devastating. And of course, as interest rates rise, it makes it more difficult for the United States government to make the interest payments on its debt. And that is hundreds of billions of dollars every year that doesn't do a single thing for the people of the United States other than pay interest on our debt. All right. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Thanks for listening to another episode of Fact Check. You can join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.